Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 42 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast, where you can find us, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean. That's a new addition right there. So we're coming at you from a lot of places. I am one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by only Eli Downing today. We are doing a, a two-man show. How are you doing, sir? Great. Great. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I like to hear. You're a little bit mm-hmm. of a scramble before we started recording. Did you find yeah. what you needed to find? Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, yes, we are doing a two-man show, as I said. That is because our schedule constraints are a bit uh, intense right now, as we've talked about in previous shows. It's a busy time of year for us at work, and Daryl, unfortunately, is working the swing shift right now, while Eli and I are on more traditional sort of day shift. So it just was pretty hard to schedule, and on top of that is Stephanie's birthday this weekend, so I kind of lose my one day off in Sunday. Uh, not lose, that's not the right wording for it. I'm, I'm, it's going to be a fun day, but it's her birthday, so I'm going to spend it with her, so uh, recording and editing and stuff is going to be harder. So as a result, it's a two-man. We're back to the roots, Eli. This is back to like right. episode like one, two, three status. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, exci- The good old days. Oh, for sure. You want to talk about yeah. some Terminator yeah. resistance? <laughs> yeah that was a banger it was a banger indeed and uh as as we'll get to i mean we're gonna have some doom discussion so in a way it's like you know we're right Is back it? we're right back where we started i mean episode two was let's talk doom eternal oh yeah 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 so yeah. it's kind of all now, all coming full circle that's right Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. excuse me i had a sip of my cocktail there but anyway yeah welcome a back cocktail. everybody yep cocktail that's right what you got you got brewing. I got a uh, shot and a half of tequila, in with some simple syrup, a, uh, a an orange flavored Lacroix, and the juice of half a lime. Shot and a. What do you measure those things? I do. What do you mean you don't measure those? That's cute. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Doesn't everyone measure when they're doing cocktails? Shot and a half. I uh, get yeah, maybe. I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if I want to take your advice. Seems like a, <laughs> a little extra. Okay. But that's the whole that's the whole ambience of the cocktail, right? I guess, right? It's a very controlled drink. Ah, I'm you know? mixing this bad boy up. It's going to be sick. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's nice to measure exactly, like, you can control how much you're trying to, like, drink, you know? If, if it was a, a Friday or Saturday, like, not during harvest, I probably wouldn't have measured mm-hmm. it as strictly, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I got to work tomorrow. I'm going to pick up donuts in the morning. I got to be up like pretty early. So I'm like, I'm just going to just take it easy tonight. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I say, if you got, if you got to control it, Colin, you got a problem. That's what not I what say? I, okay. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, nice, let's move, let's move on. This is, this is episode 42 of the show. As we said at the top, cannot believe it. We've been coming around. It's been 40 episodes since we talked about Doom Eternal going back to that whole tie in. So pretty crazy stuff. Thank you to all of our returning listeners and hello. Hello. If you are a new listener, this is the show where every other week we get together and talk about trophies, trophy news, what we've been playing regarding trophy hunting, all that kind of stuff. And if you'll remember, we switched our formatting a couple episodes back. So this is the second episode of September, which means this episode is all about what we have been playing for the month of September. It's pretty hype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since we are down Daryl, we're not going to do... Down Daryl. We're down, we're down one member in Daryl. We're not going to be doing our traditional banger question at the top of the show. It doesn't seem fair. To do that when he's not here so we'll wait until he's back for episode 43 but do you have a dad joke or a riddle eli oh, for yeah. us to get going with of course, I, of course i do all right let's go uh all right what type of magazines do cows read 
the mooditorials. The who? I don't know. I was trying to say like edit, ed, editorials, <laughs> but with moo. <laughs> Catalogs. Oh my god! I should have seen that one. I should. Mm-hmm. I. I should have definitely seen that one. Okay. God damn it, dude. God damn. Right. Are we through this book yet? Like, how, what's going on? Someone. No, okay. I'm, I've gone deeper than the book. All right, we're go- we're pulling from the internet now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got one. This one's for my dad. Okay, let's hear it. So why, why is your butt split vertically and not horizontally? To keep you from talking out your ass. Well, if you're going down the slide, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> hey. That's got a. That's got a. <laughs> It's got a good image there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it would be quite, quite uncomfortable. Oh, you'd be sure. be burning your butt cheeks, you know, on those like metal. Mm-hmm. You remember those metal slides? I don't, I don't really see them around too much anymore. They're like from like the fifties. But when we were in school, I feel like there was like the ancient relics of old mm-hmm. playgrounds sometimes, and you'd get those metal like pieces of equipment. Fucking oh, yeah. goddamn, if those things weren't ridiculous in the summertime. Yeah, for sure, they were uh, heavy, heavy hot metal. Your heavy hot metal, indeed. Heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, that that'll that'll mess you up for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey, but speaking of speaking of butts. Okay. What has two butts and kills people? Worms. Ass ass in. That's that's pretty good though. That's pretty. Uh, yeah, I, I can appreciate that one. I can appreciate it. I w- I was going for more like the weird like body de- decomposition thing, which is just mm. what the fuck am I doing there? You know, <laughs> let's move on. Let's 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 move on before well, we get too deep into that. Before before we move on, sure. What kind of burrito would I get? Would uh, get? what uh, what I I mean, I get a veggie burrito or a simple burrito. Oh, what I get? Sorry. W- would you get? Yeah. Uh, well, you'd want like not a normal tortilla, right? You'd probably want like a lettuce wrap burrito. This is part of the jokes, Colin. Oh, dude! Oh my god! I thought you were just like asking. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what kind of burrito you get. Ooh, what kind of burrito would I get? Uh, ah, oh, fuck! I don't know, dude. I don't know. Asada. 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 Carne asada. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fantastic. That one's brought to you by Nick, by the way. Well, that's pretty good. Work. Pretty good. Yeah. I got to write him in all the best. We just got to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some, got a couple of sirens going outside my window. Apolo- apologies to the audio listeners. If you're hearing that, I'll try to edit out as much as I can. But uh, I lived on a main road now. Like more than the last place I lived, we hear just more like shit going on, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Or it's not like not on a main road, but it's pretty close to it. And so. Comes with the territory, I would say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but anyway, let <laughs> let's move on from the carne asada before I get too hungry because I haven't had dinner yet, and I had it a little later in the show notes. But I think this is a good time to sort of announce if you if you feel it the uh, what's going on for the third quarter race. We have a little bit of a change here because we announced the winners of the quarter two race during our last episode. Zombie Yoshi mm-hmm. and Quinn, congratulations to you both again. Uh, and similar sort of like standard kind of uh, setting and rules or whatever for the third quarter. But what is the change here? We got something different going on. 
You're asking me? I'm asking you. What do we got? Am I the, am I the race the race guy now? You're the race guy now, man. I'm just I'm putting you on spot. I would have asked Daryl, but he's, he's too busy on swing shift. Uh, well, for the holiday season mm-hmm. and the finale of the race, we have decided to up the ante and double the reward to a $50 gift card. I mean, that's, to, a, uh, that's a banger. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big deal. That's a big double. deal. I mean, whammy. with the games going on sale, usually around the holidays and stuff too, you could get quite a few titles for that if you mm-hmm. if you you know are selective about how you spend it. So oh, yeah, I you know, and we understand. I mean, obviously, we've gotten feedback and and stuff in the Discord. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're not part of the Discord, you should definitely go and check that out. Um, but we've gotten feedback in the Discord that said, you know, we would love to participate more, but the games that have been offered on PlayStation Plus are not that great, which we totally understand. So hopefully, this will kind of incentivize people to maybe kind of just forego some of that traditional thinking on some of these games and maybe get in the spirit of the race for the last few months of the year uh, to try to get that gift card. So exciting stuff, I would say. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Get in the spirit of a $50 gift card. dude. That's something to look at for sure. You know, and, yeah. and, and that gift card is funded by you all who support us over on Patreon. And remember, you can check out the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. We got a bunch of different tiers of support over there. You can find one that works for you. It's all trophy themed, of course. So we got a hidden trophy tier, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. You can go read about all that. And if you feel like you like what we do, uh, don't be afraid to do sign up for that. We really appreciate the support. All right. So let's get into uh, sort of the first uh, tradition of the show, which is our Patreon shout outs here. And, and I'll read these, but I'm going to give you the first question. So I'm teeing you up. You're not surprised, Eli. You're going to read the first question out. Oh, but, okay. Yep, yep. But I will uh, go ahead here and just say a special shout out and thank you to our Patreon supporters. So that's a special thank you to Charles Bilby, Invisible Banana, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, and Skrillis. So thank you guys so much for your support, support, <laughs> for your support of the show. We really appreciate it getting to you the voice is getting to you it's your page dude are you hearing that at work all the time too what oh, okay uh, uh a particular co-worker of ours who used to be your boss and who's like shares an office with me does that voice all the time now it's no great. shot yeah no shit no shot dude he's always like champagne it, it's ridiculous so I've, anyway I started wearing off really on yeah yeah let's not talk work here well that's not yeah what are you doing dude the fuck let's talk about let's talk about terminator resistance <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How about right. let's talk about this? We okay. Got a question. Yep. Who's Hanger it? Question. Who's it from? From Visible Banana. This is a Patreon question, by the way. So thank you. Uh huh. What game have you got got into with ex- expectations of it being easy, and it ended up being difficult? On the opposite note, what game did you expect to be hard? That's what she said. <laughs> ended up being easy. Nice. This is a good question. So thank you for submitting it, as always. And uh, so for me, I, I this was a, one of the last ones that I researched sort of for the show, and it was submitted early, but I just couldn't like think about it like really well. I don't know. I had trouble kind of coming to an answer for it. So this is what I got. I'm going to go with AC Rogue as the game that I thought would be difficult that ended up being easy. And that might sound kind of ridiculous, but when I checked out the list, it was when I first bought the game, which was a couple years before I actually ended up playing it. It was one of those things where I purchased it after playing Assassin's Creed Origins, which was my first like real platinum on the PlayStation platform. And I was like, oh, I'm really back into the series again. Let me check this out. I, I missed this one on the 360 and PS3. 
And so I, I went and got it and then looked at the list and I was like, man, this is like sounding really complicated. And, and really it wasn't, I think it was just that I was like new to trophy hunting. And so it just kind of all was like, wow, this is asking quite a bit of me or whatever. So I started playing the game and I got like 2% of the way in and dropped it for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then when I went back to it last year, beginning of last year, um, I really found it to be pretty simple as most Assassin's Creed games are. It's, you know, typical open world sort of experience. Mm -hmm. And it uh, really wasn't that bad as long as I just cleared the map and the the miscellaneous trophies which sounded really weird without the context of having played the game were actually very easy uh, i'll get to it a bit later but it's kind of similar to how i viewed the death loop trophy list so yeah it just ended up not being as bad as i thought it would be so that's my answer for that portion of the question um going at you know what i thought would be easy and it ended up being hard it's definitely that's what she said that's it's definitely samurai jack i mean it's a joke it's a mobile game ha 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 <laughs> but uh you guys remember or you guys daryl's not here sad face eli you remember obviously like you know when i was playing the game complaining about how hard it was or like how Over. simple it seemed like it should be I, I dude i fucking i mean this game kind of killed me for a little while it crushed my yeah. soul and I could, I could see it it's yeah it's one of my rarest platinums and it's one of the ones i'm like most proud of having having gone through it but you know, if you're picking up that game thinking like, oh, it's a, you know, Cartoon Network licensed video game that's like very simple, you know, sort of PS2 era design. Like it's not a very big game. It's not very complicated in terms of the controls. It was like way harder than I thought it was going to be. And uh, yeah, it's sitting at a 1.7% on the app for the Platinum. Wow. So, for a phone game. Wow. For a mobile game, dude. I mean, that's that's no joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I would say I don't think the game like sold like amazingly well. Like I didn't ever hear about it. So 1.7% is still pretty small, but that's what that's I got. Good. Thank you. <laughs> 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 so what what did you have for this one? Yeah, this was a was a hard one to to kind of come up with. I mean, so for a game that I thought was going to be easy, that's usually that's uh, a more common occurrence. Is it thinking like ah, it's going to be a breeze, right? And then you get into it, and it's uh, it's more difficult than you thought. Uh. I always go with that energy invasion because that like that uh, that jammed me up pretty good. Oh, that definitely there did. Uh, for my New Year's plot. <laughs> um, but I'm go I'm gonna have to change it up and go with Anger Force Reloaded. Oh God, that sounded so lame. Yeah, because it 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 was just it was um what do you call that? It's a shooter, vertical scrolling. Oh, uh, yeah, like a, a shooter. Yep, like a two D shooter, right? You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Side-scrolling side scrolling shooter. That's the word we're yes, looking for. Yes, but it's vertical scrolling. Yep. So, is that... Yeah. Either way. Um, I guess it's just a different side, if you think about it. Yeah, it is. It's tech, that's, that would technically be a side. <laughs> um, but the it ended up being a lot harder than I thought, because there wasn't a whole lot of information on it. I don't even think there's a guide on... Any of these trophies, I think there are some like sporadic YouTube videos on on like how to do certain um, challenges. Mm -hmm. But and the, but the platinum sits at 33 percent on PSN profiles. So I was like, OK, you know, I guess it shouldn't be too bad. N no big deal. Right. And you had to the hardest part. Everything else is pretty easy. 
just beating the game on noob, normal, and veteran. And they added levels for each one of those. But then where the, the hard part came in was you had to beat, um, you had to defeat all the enemies on all of the stages on noob and normal. That's right. I remember this. But not veteran, which, yes. is, which thank, is cool. Thank God. Seems cool. Yeah. But the, uh, there were no checkpoints. So you had to beat the whole game, uh, killing all the enemies. That's right. I remember you saying that. Like, if you miss someone at yeah. the beginning of a, or like middle of a stage, for example, you're like, fuck, I got to restart. Mm hmm. Yeah. And there's no, uh, I mean, it counted if you did the, if you did the sa certain stage and killed all the enemies, um, it saved you doing that stage. But if you missed one on the fifth level, then you had to play one, two, three, four, five again. There's no chapter select or whatever you would call it. Yeah. So you literally had to play the whole entire game again. Bastards. And that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's so, what, that's uh, definitely a deceptive one. Like I remember when you picked that game up and like I I remember looking at like a little bit of gameplay for it and I was like, "Oh, that looks like a super fun <laughs> it's mm -hmm. it's like fucking Disney Afternoon Collection, man. Oh, this looks like it'll be yeah. pretty fun and chill." <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm shocked. Even on even on the PlayStation app, the trophy, uh, the platinum percentage is fourteen point eight. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good amount, but it pretty hard, harder than I thought for thirty three percent. Do you think it's one of those things where, and I know you're going to talk about it here in a sec, but certain games where they're really difficult. But the cult following, like, the people who play the game, like, just really enjoy it and really get into it, you know? And so they naturally kind of go for that platinum. Like, I feel like that's the case, for example, with, like, Sekiro or, Blood or like, Bloodborne or Dark Souls, right? Where it's, like, I would, f I would say those are tough games, personally. I mean, some of them are easier than others. But I'm always surprised by how high the platinum percentage is on there. And I just think the fan base is so dedicated to those games like the Soulsborne yeah. players like turn up for those kind of games and they just do mm -hmm. it i just i i agree that that happens in some games uh most specifically souls but i'm gonna go ahead and say that anger force doesn't have a cult following that's fair all right <laughs> yeah i mean it's probably i mean it's a smaller game it's certainly a small and title yeah 366 game owners it's funny that both of our games oh. that we thought were going to be easy but were harder were like smaller titles as well mm -hmm. That's why there's only 123 platinum achievers, but there's only wow. 366 game owners. Wow, holy that's shit! That's why it's a high percent. Yeah, and I, I think a good point you brought up too is that for this game, and I forgot to mention it for Samurai Jack. I was playing it and going for the platinum when there was no guide. So same mm -hmm. as you. So it's like that totally contributes to how difficult your experience is going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, mm -hmm. uh. I actually got a, a trophy guide and review on Anger Force Reloaded. So if you're interested, I have some tips out there on YouTube at Narshare13. You do. Check that you out. You can folks. even legit just type in Anger Force Reloaded trophy guide on uh, Google or Microsoft Bing. And Microsoft my video, my... Bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my computer forces me to use it, dude. It's like I have to type in Google. Like, so I go up to like new tab and like type in Google. And it's like, you know, you can search with Bing. It's <sighs> What the hell? I'm right here. Get out of my face, Microsoft. Yeah. And I was like, uh, nah. Google's 
Google's better. Oh uh, yeah, okay, I mean a thousand percent, thousand percent. But definitely go check that out. I've I got to be honest, I forgot you had done that, but that's really cool that you're like one of the, mm-hmm. I think one of the only guides for that for the platinum. So definitely mm-hmm. go look at that, folks, if you're interested in that game. Bing it, as Jeeves it. Yep. Yahoo. It, Yahoo search whatever it. You fucking do, you know Mozilla Firefox it. I mean whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you got to do. What do you got yeah. for the opposite side of this question though? For the uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Excuse me. Wow. Mm, wow. Had a real good one sec. Let me get a sip. Chugging a Diet Coke in the background, folks. Hopefully you could hear that. I could not. Yeah, that was that was water. Okay. This is the classic chug. Oh, from, from, the, from, the yeah, from the bottle. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, this is definitely a more rare occurrence is finding a game like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be hard. And you're like, it's a breeze. I mean, unless you're a slugger. I don't, I don't know if what the hell's up with that guy but yeah, he's got superhuman gaming a mach- abilities machine dude i'm a machine machine um but so my pick for um it being dude this is so hard for me to like keep straight hard easy easy hard so what you thought was gonna be hard it was, and i easy. thought it was gonna be hard and it ended up being easy i picked bloodborne which you had alluded to earlier i mean that's such um, a baller move to say you thought that was easy <laughs> well it, it it ended up being i mean there were the dungeon i guess were pretty hard and i took a pretty big gap in it um playing it because i put it down for a while uh, yeah i can't remember how long probably like a year or so it was about a um, year i can actually I have my list pulled up right now um but so even with that gap and coming back to it, uh, the the second playthrough is really what jogged my memory on this. It took me a year and eight months. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, so, mine, mine would be longer than that if I went for it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, May 1st, 2020, Platinum. Where's the first trophy? Can you even see that? Look for Cleric Beast, probably. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I think is one of the optional bosses, so it's going to be at the bottom, like towards the bottom of the list. I remember correctly. What am I blind? Oh, tw- August 29th, 2018. Yeah. So, but so, anyways, dates are irrelevant. Um, but yeah, the second playthrough is what got me because the first one is the data is a bit skewed because I spent all the time in the dungeon, which is actually unfair because when it came out, there was a glitch to like drop the key to the final uh dungeon for your friend so people could just get it that way. Oh, so you could uh, just I'm go sure fight the Thumerian Queen right off the bat? Correct. Okay. Uh, I had to go grind it. I did the whole game by myself. I don't think I even summoned anybody. Oh, I did for one of the one of the enemies in uh, in the dungeons. The, like, flame dog. I forget which one it is. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, I think it's, like, uh, Thumerian Beast or something like that. I just saw. I'm watching uh, this series called RKG on. It's on, or the YouTube channel is called RKG on YouTube. I mm-hmm. would definitely check it out. They do like playthroughs of the Souls games, and one of the guys who is not very good. And it's it's kind of like a comedy, but like podcast on top of them trying to beat the game. And uh, they're going through the Chalice Dungeons right now because they've already done the main game. And so he just got stuck on the Amygdala boss fight in the dungeons for a whole episode of the show, so like an hour fifteen minutes edited content i think he died like 55 times on that boss <laughs> yeah it was like crazy there's a yeah he's in the defiled one where your uh health is halved yes exactly 
That's it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you have to do Al McDowell like that too. And so you get one shot by the boss pretty much. Yeah, one's easy, dude. You should watch my video, dude. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Just, I, uh, yeah. This, remember, this it, guy's not very good at the game. And he, and he hadn't played in like over, over a year or two when, he, when they mm. went for the Chalice Dungeons. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I think it was not the Bloodletting Beast. That was like the one after it. And it ended up having like a worm come out of his head. Yes. Oh, watch the watchdog of the old lords, I believe. There That's you go. The one. Yep. That's the that one. sounds right. That was painful. And it was like a lot. Yeah, it was wild. Um, but yeah, I kind of forget where I was going. I know what the question was. That's all right. <laughs> we, whatever. We spun yeah. off there a bit. We spun off. Um, but yeah, that second the second playthrough, boom, four hours. Even with that like break, and you know, I did get back into the dungeons a bit before I did that playthrough, but I went back and beat bosses I hadn't beaten in over a year. Yeah, you just uh, crushed it. You know, on the first, yeah. I was a little, a little OP, so that probably helped a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, I had, you have to go through the dungeon, so I mean, I don't think you're, like, overdoing it. That's all I really did. Yeah. Yeah, so that ended up being a lot easier than I had really anticipated, because I had, I did always have the, in the back of my mind, there was always the save scum if I really, like, you know, just couldn't do it, and that would have would have been felt shitty for me i'm not a big scum save fan um but it would yeah. have been a less a less uh you know less proud platinum right but so I, i've come yeah. around to it with demon souls because otherwise i'm not beating that game three times i'm not doing new game plus plus you know so the i'm safe scumming it to get the new game to be able to get the trophy for new game plus but oh yeah well yeah i mean oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like saving and then like spending all the boss souls on particular spells and then reloading and like spending them on the alternate options mm -hmm. so yeah i thought you were already doing like a new game plus i am on new game plus yeah but i'm saying like if i wanted to get it legit i would have to do i would have to beat new game plus plus because what? some of the boss souls have three options for how you spend them so they have it, three yeah it's it's so it's like it's i mean they changed that in the later souls games so by the time you get to dark souls it, you know it's like you have two options at most but yeah, some mm -hmm. of them have three for Demon Souls. Yikes. Yep. But that's, uh, yeah, neither here nor there. I think Bloodborne, mm -hmm. Bloodborne is a good choice. I, I think, like I said, it's a little bit of a, you know, a boss move to say, like, oh, yeah, I think it's easy. And or you're not saying you think it's easy, but you thought it, it's easier than you thought it would be. And uh, I would say yeah. that based on the list alone, it's probably the one that you should go, like, people should go for if they want to do a FromSoft game. Like, it seems like the most, yeah. like, approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's nothing really. There wasn't too many uh, like weird. You didn't really have to do anything with the um, the covenant type deal, correct. In it. correct? And there's no like spells. You don't have to max any stats or really buy anything. I don't think most of the weapons are found. Yeah, um, there is that one. There's a one thing with Elaine the Crow mm. that I. I think I screwed it up, but I still ended up with a weapon I needed. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. It is a very old game. I don't know if we're spoiling anything, but <laughs> no, I know what um, you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's yeah. like really that was really the only thing that like could be missable or like cause you to have to do another um, playthrough. And honestly, it's probably because of those dungeons. Yeah, that if you like if the you other didn't Souls have... games right. don't have the dungeons. So right. like, what, you know, they changed it up where you have to go beat the queen instead of, you know, 
do a bunch of other shit. But you know? instead of weapon infusions, which those those trophies like infuriate me in the later Souls games, like max out a weapon of each type of infusion shit. I'm like, why? Like I've already done it for one weapon. It's essentially the same with just a different material. You're really gonna make me do that again, you know? Mm-hmm. And like it, I don't know, it seems kind of dumb. So I actually really like the Bloodborne list, and my second actually, favorite is probably the Demon Souls one. So I lied about not getting not not missing stuff. There's mean? uh like getting you have to get all the weapons and all the uh, right. hunter tools, and some of them are in pretty tricky locations, and one of them's in like a super bitch to get to Mm. videos will be needed yeah but i still think even with that because i do i do remember the trophy forget all the uh hunter weapons like Mm -hmm. even with that it's it's pretty approachable and i'm i think the save scum is okay for the endings there's three endings for the game but two of them are pretty similar so like if you just do two playthroughs i think that that's fine one of the endings like you know spoiler alert gonna say it here so if you don't want to hear like come back in 10 seconds spoil like one, oh, wait, of, the, wait, wait. one of the endings you, you don't have to like fight anything that's all i'm gonna say right. you can just Good sort of like end the game and so for that one it's like whatever if you want to save scum to get that ending that's not a big deal to me <laughs> uh, you should probably just i see i played i did one new game one new game plus like one series there yep. and then another one i just started a whole new game and just did a different build yeah and then got all the that's... way to the end and did that particular yeah. ending yeah for sure I did uh the magic and i forget what it is or arcane and uh blood arcane. Tinge. yeah yeah yep yep so i did arcane build that's a great game if you you know we're coming up on the precipice here of spooktober our next couple episodes are going to be in spooktober so if you're looking for games to play and you're listening to this and you've not played bloodborne i mean i i can't recommend that game enough i'm sure you feel mm-hmm. the same so yeah definitely mm-hmm. check it out and the load times on ps5 are probably greatly reduced if you play it there so like if you got a ps5 go for it dude all right so let's get into the second question here thank you visible banana invisible banana for that uh question much appreciated sir so this one comes to us go ahead how about translucent banana oh yeah no a little opaque little see-through i mean now it kind of combines the visible and invisible so maybe that maybe that's what we'll call them codename translucent you know Uh uh-huh nice trans (laughs) <laughs> code name trans <laughs> good good thinking there slick all right it's not good? no no it's good okay yeah yeah uh let's what? get to slugger's question though here uh so slugger wants to know this this is another really good question we got some bangers this week uh slugger wants to know what is your trophy hunting strategy and how do you tackle the hunt for those shiny plats he says for example some people use a guide from the minute they start some people do a blind playthrough for their first playthrough and then do the hunt some people follow along with youtube videos what do you do and why do you do it what do you got for this one well as of late i've been trying to avoid guides as much as possible um how come it it kills the experience for me no yeah i agree i was just curious yeah um it's just not yeah it's not ideal to always be looking at your phone and um i i tend to get uh like worked up and overindulge in, you know, looking at the list and the guides and the game and the this and the that. And uh, when I don't necessarily need to be doing that all the time. So I just try to, you know, if I don't have to, I, you know, I try to avoid it. Um, so I have been kind of picking my games like that, but, you know, Doom, 
I learned my lesson with Doom 2016, so I have been following <laughs> a guide for Doom Eternal. So I'm not really not really following that strategy because you know it really is on a game by game basis. Um, you know, if I if I see a game I like, I'll look up the list. If it's just like crazy long or crazy hard, I probably will ignore it. Yeah. But if there's, you know, and there's so many different uh, like deterrents in a trophy list or uh, warning signs, you know, if there's like two playthroughs, then maybe, yeah, I'll do a blind playthrough first if I know I'm going to have to play it again or I'll, I'll watch a guide for the first playthrough and get all the collectibles and then plow through the second one without one. Yeah, that's true. Um, stuff like that. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, I feel, I feel like what, what you just described where you like do the collectibles first playthrough and then blind second is kind of how I approach Call of Duty games specifically, where mm -hmm. I know I'm going to have to play it again on veteran. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that for a first playthrough because you don't know enemy locations and spawns. So I always look at like the level specific and collectible trophies for my normal playthrough. And then I just get to play through the game on veteran without thinking about anything other than just playing the game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like it's, it's kind of a bummer because it would be nice to like play through the game once and not be looking at a God. It's almost like, you know, they should do three, but that's not, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> but then you'd also wanna like play the hardest difficulty first or something or, mm -hmm. Because you don't really want to be going for collectibles on the hardest difficulty, but well, that's, been, yeah, been... that's exactly why I don't do that. Because Call of Duty, it's like, oh, the collectibles across the map from where like the path is that I need mm. to go, and I'm not gonna like fight my way through like this whole area where I can get one shot killed to pick up this intel when I could have yeah. just gotten it easily on normal. I'm thinking though that might be the way to go. The just because veteran like, do first? the hard yeah because. You, you got to be a lot more patient and take your time typically on harder difficulties. And, you know, you're crouching, waiting for enemies to pass or something. And you look at the guide or, um, you know, and it could, it would decrease your, your playthroughs. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it definitely would hundred percent. Cause and especially, like, I guess it depends on the game. Like you brought up call of duty. You got to run across the map and get, shot that's pretty lame but like for doom where you kind of like have an area and clear them out and it's and that's over and you can kind of explore freely afterwards boom bada bing yeah collectibles i mean Dunzo. i love that sort of like gameplay loop in in doom and it exists in other games too but that that's like the reason for me why you clear out an area like why you kill all the enemies because then you get to explore and then mm -hmm. you get the, and then you get the collectibles so th that's like i totally get you there if mm. it feels good, like your reward for killing everything is you get the collectibles and you get to mm -hmm. go slow and, and take a break. Yeah. Yeah. But not all games work like that and they can force you through a cutscene, and then you miss the collectible and your whole playthrough is ruined. So <laughs> it's right. really like a, a risk versus reward and what you're what you're willing to put on the table. Yeah, that's true. And it's so it, like you said, it's very game by game basis. I think both of us agree. Like, my initial response to the question was, like, well, step one is research, which is, like, what you do, too. So, like, step one is, like, here's a game trailer, right? Or, like, here's a game I know that's coming out. I'm curious about it. Let me look at the list. Ideally, there's a guide that exists. It's not always the case, especially if you're trying to buy a game, like, right when it comes out. But that will determine for me, you know, how I approach the rest of the hunt experience. Like, 
Resident Evil Village is a great example because we knew Resident Evil games were going to have like four to five playthroughs with a ton of different stuff going on. And it, it's been the same with like RE7, RE3 remake, RE2 remake, where you kind of look at that list initially, you go, I'm going to have to go through this thing like four times. If I miss collectibles, doesn't matter. Like I'm going to get them later. So your first playthrough, you get the luxury of going completely blind, which I think is the best case scenario for any game is to not look at a guide as much as possible, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My my big question back to Slugger is, why is he asking this question? He's the trophy hunting fucking king. Well, he's probably just curious how we do it, because he knows we suck so much. He's like, you, you guys got to be changing something up. <laughs> what are you noobs doing over there, you freaking rookies? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like I, like I said, I, I definitely start off with research. That's like step one. And, and I unfortunately am at the point, and I think you're probably maybe not quite there, but close to there where it's like, I won't buy a game if the trophy list is shit. I'm sorry. Like yeah. pretty often now, like it's pretty rare. I should say that I would play a game or buy a game, even if the trophy list is bad. And the only thing that I can think of in recent memory is Crash Bandicoot 4 where I was like, I want to play this game. I want to beat this game. I'm not going to go for the Platinum. I'm just not, you know? Interesting. And uh, and I don't really know why that, I, that was the particular game, but it just was. Uh, I, I want to play that one too, bro. Yeah, it's it's really fun, man. It's it's a great game, but like, fuck going for the Platinum in that game. <laughs> I'm tempted to like go for the Plat. But <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. Just, uh, if I play, I'm going to have to. I mean, you could do it. I was happy with getting an A rank on that game and moving on um it's it's like the 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 difference between getting like 70 percent on that game and like having your sanity and then like to go for the platinum it's like another 30 to 40 to 50 hours beyond that Hmm. so anyway yeah yeah. i don't really want to be playing it that long exactly i just wanted a fun platformer experience i love the insane collection or the insane trilogy i should say and i was like i know i'm gonna have fun with this game i'm just gonna get it and just play it like whatever but but typically speaking, I won't buy a game. Like a, another good example of that is like Diablo 2, right? We were talking about that in the Discord today. If, if the, the sentiment is true that they haven't changed the level scaling in that game to be a little bit more updated and user-friendly, to reach level 99 sounds fucking insane. Like actually mm-hmm. insane. So I, I'm just like, you know what? Like I was kind of already on the fence about that game mm-hmm. because of like the Blizzard stuff and also just because I don't have time to like add it to my rotation then like nah, i'm probably not gonna do it so yeah um i i've decided i'm not gonna probably play that either just because it's not i i was so excited for it and like you know i was really into diablo 3 but right diablo 2 is just not diablo 3 enough for me right yep. it's it's more about you know it's like a crpg yep. very like you know computer strategy that kind of shit and i'm yeah i mean i do think it would be really fun i'm not saying that i wouldn't have a blast and enjoy it but i just Mm -hmm. don't not right now i'm not saying no like for (laughs) sure but like not right now like you know like 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 it's not like you're like breaking up with it absolutely Uh, you know it's just like (laughs) i got this thing it's not in a good place right now i'm just not a good place to add this to my it's so it's like so true like we i mean we joke about the fact that we have like plans for what we're gonna play for like the next couple months but we we both yeah. do and th- this just doesn't fit in anywhere and what i'm really curious to see is if that level scaling is still the case i mean if yeah. it's easier and like getting to 99 is a lot more like manageable then like 
you know, I'm a lot more receptive to trying it. But mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah. So so like step one, like to get back to the question, I guess, like step one is research. If I've decided to buy a game, I try to, if possible, do a blind playthrough for the first playthrough of a game. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm not looking at my phone when I log off and being like, okay, let me see what trophies are still there. Like it doesn't mean I'm unaware yeah. of the trophy list, obviously. It just means I'm not like really focused on going out of my way necessarily to get shit. And then yeah. for my second playthrough, I will usually use uh PSM profiles guide. I mean, we've talked about this topic before of like what, you know, what guides do you go with? I typically do PSM profiles. I just like them more. And I also use PS5 trophies for collectible videos and I'll have mm. that open at the same time and try to go through stuff that way. So that that's oh. my typical approach. Can't ask what PP videos was. Have me throw uh, off a little bit there. Power picks. Power picks has yeah. videos. Yeah. PP PP videos. There's just no commentary on those, and, and you could argue you don't necessarily need them because they have little text that says like, "Hey, this is what we're doing. Here's the collectible number." Uh, they yeah. show you the map usually for a second, so like it's it's totally fine. Like you don't need to, but I just like PS5 trophies videos better, so that's usually yeah. what I go with. Um, I wish I wouldn't have. Uh, I feel bad. I feel like a traitor. But like I don't really watch or do anything with PS5 trophies anymore. No, yeah, I mean it's. I mean, it, and it's yeah. it's interesting because he's so sporadic with like the games that he chooses and yeah, uh, and and like even like he covered Deathloop and he he's covering Kenna, but not like every trophy. It's just some of the trophies. Oh yeah, you know, and so and so that part's kind of interesting too. Is like you might he just might not have a video for the thing that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we said, with like Anger Force and uh, Samurai Jack, if it's a smaller title, it's it's a lot more difficult to find like video guides for some of this stuff. So, you know, like, like for example, you know, Castlevania collection, like you're not going to find a fucking <laughs> like, you're not going to find guides for that. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot harder, but you might find like a typed up guide from the 90s. Yeah, no, for sure. And <laughs> a, a new a new uh, collection just came out today um as well for uh for castlevania it's like the nice. game boy advance games got all got put on one so sick on it uh i got a question before the next question yeah what's Do up you, has my chair been squeaking i can't i can't hear it okay good because i forgot to change my chair uh, but so i was taking a sip of I, I haven't i haven't been moving as much so yeah i know my chair is really squeaky i don't know if it comes through on the mic but i always have to edit it out or try to mm. edit it out after the fact so but no, I haven't heard yours. So I think you're good. Cool. All right. So uh, this next question uh, comes to us from Skrillis. I'll read this one. I'll have you read the uh, the next one. How about that? No, I'm gonna read this. You want to switch up? That? All right, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. How about how about yeah. that? Go ahead. How, how about that? Catch me how, outside. How about that? If time and other such things weren't an issue, didn't interfere, what's one series that you haven't played but would love to? thinking of binge playing a series here Mm -hmm. like uh put all your time towards it okay okay and this is from skrillis yeah correct all righty well skrill my bad bad, skrill no it's all good skrill is first time getting a question on the show so thank you for your support of the show and uh yeah good good one here um you know we we're in party chat a lot with with skrill so he knows you know like kind of we talk about our time being a really valuable resource and uh, both of us not having a ton of time during the week, especially for us to dedicate to to gaming, and so there are series that just fall by the wayside, like inevitably. There are things that are just not within my wheelhouse to do. I mean, Yakuza is a great one we've talked about before. 
you know, really for me, it's like any sort of JRPG series. Like they sound cool. I like the art style. I, I like everything about it. I just I'm not going to put 100 hours into Dragon Quest 11. I'm sorry. And so for that reason, my answer is Final Fantasy because I she's just like the biggest series you could even pick. Well, exactly. And I haven't played a lot of them. And the prospect of playing old PS2 games doesn't bother me, as evidenced by when we get into what we've been playing later and what I'm going to be playing in Spooktober. Like, playing PS2 era games does not bother me. So playing, you know, FF7, FF8, FF9, FF10, and 10.2, which have a remaster, uh, all of those are, like, you know, something I would love to do. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, I actually own and have some some percentage in which I would lo- I should go back and, and you know really get to um you know I, I yeah there's a there's a lot to be said for that series that I would really just fucking love to get into and uh other Square Enix properties like my runner up that I almost put was Kingdom Hearts uh to to kind of revisit Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and and cuz I own those as well and uh just kind of see what that's all about but definitely it would be a JRPG series and I think Final Fantasy is like you got to go with that, you know. Yeah. So that's that's that's, th- that's what I got. What, what did you have? Uh, I didn't think Yakuza. I should have. I might actually have to pick that. But I had I had a. I can never pick. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Yeah, it's like, so hard. Like, there's a lot of Assassin's Creed's game, Assassin's Creed games. Oh yeah. And I think that would be a series I really like. Um, but I haven't touched any of them really, so. I think I should, and uh, it would be cool. Oh yeah, dude. But um, you, that might you, be one to go through all those. You would absolutely love those if you, since you've played Shadow of Mordor, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of checkboxy, and you know. Is there uh, one that two you butts would... that kill? <laughs> is is there one of those that like you would want to play? Like, is does one of those Assassin's Well, I'd like to play them in order. Okay, gotcha. And really, uh, Valhalla looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Sitting on my shelf, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have there's... it right next to me right now. So. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Black Flag. I like pirates. I'm a pirate fan. Um. So, Black Flag would be dope. Mm. Uh. Yeah. The the other series is not as big, but Borderlands. The the trophy lists are really long. Yeah, that's a good answer. So. Uh, you know, that one's gone by the wayside. And, of course, the Elder Scrolls we've talked about oh, online yeah. and Skyrim and stuff like that would be pretty dope. Dude, yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, if I had, like, six months off, like, dream scenario where it's just like, hey, you're going to go back to work in six months and, you know, don't worry about it. Just play some Elder Scrolls online sounds so dope to play, yeah. to play with friends. Like, that sounds really fun. So... Um, I've always been interested in this God Eater series as well, but they're very long, as uh, very long games. So what what are those? I've not, I don't, <clears throat> I'm not like, like super familiar with them. Hack and slashy, kind of like big giant. You're a God Eater, dude. I don't know. You eat gods. Sure. I it's, mean, yeah, you sold me. I, I, oh, apparently it's a TV series. Did not know that. Oh man, I didn't know that either. Um, okay. Probably some kind of anime. I don't watch TV, so I don't know these things. So don't. Yep. Don't get all don't get all mad at me, anime fans. But yeah, looks like an anime. But you kill, you know, it's kind of like hmm, 
I don't know the game. I want to say near, but I feel like that's just the cop out for like since that was such like a big anime <laughs> game. Oh, it's like it looks like anime. It must be like near. Yeah. It's like mm. no, it's all right. I'll I'll just or, look uh, it. I'll, I'll I trust you. I'll look it up. I'll look what's it up. What's that other? What's the uh, the anime Souls game? I mean, it's just yeah. Oh, anime. like uh, what the fuck was it called? Oh my god. Oh my god. This is gonna bother me now. Yeah, it's gonna bother the hell out of me. Holy shit, dude. It's the vampire one. You're like, a, yeah, like vampire anime souls. Oh, man. Oh. Code vein. Code vein. Jesus Christ. Thank you. That, that was, I, I broke my brain for a second. Yeah. But there's, there's three God Eater games, I believe, and they've been upgraded. So uh, that would be pretty dope. My, my big thing with this question is, um, you know, like if time didn't interfere, am I in like this? Am I in like a vacuum? Do I? Is there a pill I can take where I don't have to sleep? That's what I really want. <laughs> I want a pill where I don't have to sleep. Sleeping is so useless. Yeah, I mean, it's good for you. But if there was something that could allow you to get those benefits without sleeping, I would a hundred percent take that immediately. Yeah. Have you heard of like the uh, the whole Superman sleep schedule thing? Good soup. What? It's good soup. Um. So. Yeah, my roommate in college tried this for a little bit. So it's the whole idea where, like, you sleep for 20 minutes. You do a power nap, like, every – at certain intervals. I can't remember if it's every, like, three hours, two hours, four – it's something like that. Like, you, you're awake for, like, a good chunk, and then you sleep for, like, 20 minutes. You get, like, one cycle in, basically, like, a power nap, and that's it. And you just do that for, like, weeks. And apparently it's, like, god-awful for the first few weeks while you're getting, like, used to it. And then eventually you like get it, you get like used to the whole routine and all of a sudden you're only sleeping for like three hours a day, two and a half hours a day total spread throughout the day. Yeah. That sounds stupid. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I agree, but I mean, that, that's like, <laughs> like the, does that even like you have to, you don't just like set a timer, boom, I'm asleep 20 minutes later, boom, I wake up. Well, you have like, to, you, you have gotta, to like, set an alarm and like, yeah, you just. I don't know. You have to you have to know you're gonna fall asleep at this certain time to set an alarm twenty minutes later. I mean the thing is like eventually also, you, you like, get like not... so tired that you are gonna fall asleep when you try to. Yeah. Because you're like, I haven't slept in like two days. I can't do this thing. Like you gotta go lay down and right? You gotta do some things. You don't just mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with you. Like sleeping, I, I you know, I like sleeping. Obviously I'm a human being, I enjoy that, but like when you when you hear about people that are super productive or really are able to pursue their passions plus a job, you know, like the 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 common denominator is that they don't sleep for eight hours a day. That's just Did like say, the thing. I am a human. I like sleep. Yeah. Tell me, I don't like sleep. Well, Not everyone it, likes sleep, Colin. Okay, whatever. Let's move on from that. The, it's the, the useless. Point, <laughs> the point being that I I'm agreeing with you that it would be great. If I could, you know, kind of train myself to be like, I'm going to run on six hours of sleep a night. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think parents are really good at this because when you have a kid, obviously you're, you're woken up quite a bit more throughout the night, especially early on. And you get used to not having this like big solid chunk of straight sleep, you know? And so that is something that like, I would be willing to sacrifice like two hours of sleep to like be able to play more games and or write more or like work on editing, you know, whatever it is like to, to have like that extra time for something. Mm -hmm. I took Skrillis's question to basically be in my mind, this was the scenario. Like assume I am a single dude with no responsibilities other than work. Okay. 
So I go to work and I come home and I have as much time as I want until I fall asleep to play games. That's all I have to do. Those are the games that I would play. Or like conversely, I'm in high school or I'm in college. All I have to do is go to class. I get home. I have nothing to do other than like homework, which is like kind of a joke in high school, let's be honest, and then play games, you know? Hmm. So so that that's kind of like how I interpreted it. But then you got to have other like ambitions and goals and friends and oh sure yeah but but the only final fantasy games i've played for context and beaten are final fantasy 13 and 13 2 and when did i play those junior year of high school and sophomore year of college right Mm. that's when i had the time that is when i played those games it's also my junior year of college is when i played skyrim right like that's when i Mm. had time um I haven't really played an RPG like that other than a few Assassin's Creed games since I've started like working full time. So, mm. yeah. I never, I, I don't really get this whole time on. I'd have to be, so for my answer, I'd have to be in a, like a vacuum where this is just like I'm playing games. That's what I do. Yep. Cause like you're, you're just, you're just splitting hairs, trading time. I mean, you have the, you can play Final Fantasy, you have the time. I, I mean, I don't. Well, I, okay. I do. do. I do have the time. It would take me like a year uh-huh. to do it, or like half a year, let's say. If mm-hmm. I wa- if I wanted to platinum Final Fantasy 15, I could do it. You're right, but it would take me half a year, and Great. I just choose to play seven, eight, nine games instead of mm-hmm. just one game. If you have a hundred hours, you have a hundred hours. Yep. No, you're absolutely you know you're absolutely right. It comes down to what you prioritize in gaming, exactly. and I prioritize multiple experiences over one experience. There you go. Yep. Yep. Well put. Yep. Uh, you see, I have Mario here down for you in the show notes. You want to elaborate yeah, on that yeah. a little bit before we move on? What do you mean there? There's a lot of Mario games. That would be cool, too. I guess I didn't really pick one. I get, no, Yakuza. That's it. The one I didn't write down. Okay. Yakuza. Okay. What Mario game have you not played that you would love to play? All of them. Pick one. Super Mario Bros. Wii and Super Mario Bros. Nope. You got to pick one. Pick one what? One Mario game you haven't played that you would love to play? I don't, I don't know them. Have you like the uh, new Switch one, Mario Odyssey? Is that like sure? Okay, I don't know the Mario games, that's why I'd like to play that. You son of a bitch. I don't, I don't own the, like I don't have a Switch or anything. I'm not in the Nintendo uh, ecosystem, so I just I don't look at them. I don't know what's out there. I don't know mm. what has been out there besides uh, the NES games and that what Wii game I had. You know what's so. really sad is like. Nintendo has suckered me. Like I have so much of their hardware in their games, but I like don't play them. So I own mm-hmm. an NES Classic, a Super NES Classic, a Nintendo Switch, and a 3DS. <laughs> Gee. I know, and I like never play them. It's really sad. I want to play an open world one. So you want to do like the like a newer like uh, Mario 64 kind of thing? Yeah. Did you ever yeah. play Mario Sunshine? No. Okay, so that's a great one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got like the that lineage of Mario. You have Mario Sunshine. You have Mario Galaxy, which was for the Wii. Mario Galaxy Two, which was for the Wii, and then you have Super Mario Odyssey, which is for or Mario Odyssey, which is for the Switch. So nice. Oh, I think I have a ga- Galaxy. Yeah, you should. I I got the collection, which was Galaxy sixty four and Sunshine. Oh and yeah. I uh, some Steph was playing Mario sixty four. I couldn't get into it because you can't control the camera. Like, and for a platformer, that drove me bonkers. I was like, I can't do it. 
but that's like that's nostalgia weird. for her. So she was playing that game. I was playing Sunshine, but neither of us has tried Galaxy yet. So I need to give it a try. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, thank you for that question, Skrillex. That's a good one. Good, good, uh-huh. good little dig into the into the library there. Uh, all right. So this next question comes to us from Maximum Carnage, and it's going to kick over to you, Eli, first. But here's the question. During the recent trailer for the newly announced Spider-Man 2 game, we were teased with an appearance of Venom and a voice that sounded way too similar to Kraven the Hunter. So, assuming that the game is to feature a handful of villains like the first game, which other three Spidey villains or other Marvel villains would you like to see make an appearance? My picks, so Carnage's picks are Carnage, haha, of course, Hobgoblin, and the Red Skull. What did you have for this one? This was really interesting to me. I real quick before you answer, I have to say I owned a like art book of all the Spider-Man villains in particular when I was younger. It was like a big old like you know, hardback, very big page book where it had like a nice like cool like painting of the villain and then a bio of them, and it was like a hundred or hundred and fifty pages, and it was all from the Spider-Man comics. So this was a really cool like trip down memory lane for me um wow but yeah anyway what what did you have for this i did not have a book of all of the villains in spider-man when i was a kid or an adult um i am not in the spider-man universe so i have no idea what i'm talking about here let's make that clear up front (laughs) uh i did try to do some research uh when i saw this question um and the other little it's not caveat the other little thing i got here is I did not play Spider-Man 1. What were the villains in Spider-Man 1? I know Doc Ock was in there. Yeah, Doc Ock oh, was in Green there. Goblin in there? Yeah, and, and Vulture. And Oh, really? Mhm. Okay. Yep. Just those three? There was more, honestly, that I I don't exactly remember. Oh, uh, Tombstone was in there briefly. What? Uh Black Cat was in there or like yeah. yeah, she um, had the, like, DLC, wasn't she? Yeah, but she was in the main game, too, like, tangentially. Uh, Taskmaster was in there. Uh, I think I think that's it. I mean, the main villain was Doc Ock. Yeah. I'm live fact-checking. Yeah. Could have done this before. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I had that same problem, like, thinking about, like, okay, who's appeared in Miles already and who's appeared in spider-man 2018 so these people are not eligible to appear so yeah because i was thinking um green goblin would be cool but i I was hard pressed to believe that he wasn't in the first one i I don't remember he might not have been in the first one i know norman osborne was in the first game and uh you know spoiler alert for a cartoon that started you know like 50 60 years ago at this point but green goblin is norman osborne so I was like, okay, like I, th- I think he was in there. Um, Kingpin. Well, um, if he was or wasn't, I would uh, Green Goblin. Yep. If he wasn't, that's a great choice. If he was, I'd have to pick more. Uh, so, from what I like vaguely remember, so I was looking up this list and I tried to pick ones that I could at least remember from the show. And so I picked Rhino because uh, he's pretty cool looking. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah. I feel like I remember that name. So, picked Rhino and Shocker as well. Yeah. Uh, I remember Shocker from the shows. Not much, but like the names jostle, jostle the memories around, you know, just jog it just a bit. <laughs> yep. Ever so slightly. I do. Um, I, I know what you're saying. 
Yeah, and then uh, I I figured, you know, you got Maximum Carnage, you should pick Carnage. And uh, when I was doing my research, it was interesting with Carnage and Venom, how they are, apparently they're enemies. Yes, they are. So that would be kind of that would be kind of an interesting twist or it would make for a good third game cuz carnage is the offspring of venom apparently and um you know so that would make for like an evolution of combat and like you know now you're fighting the harder version uh but they're also enemies so that could you know that could create a interesting plot yeah um but it would it would seem a little i don't know kind of see me they're kind of they look similar you know they're the spider right they're they're both uh, man looking characters they're both symbiotes right yeah. so like the, yeah they're um th- the weird thing about venom which i'm sure you encountered in your research is that he starts off as an antagonist but over the course of the comic runs and the cartoons becomes sort of like an anti-hero like he's not a bad person right he's a photographer who gets infected with this like symbiote thing and has like a grudge against Spider-Man in particular. He doesn't necessarily mm. want to like kill innocent people, right? But Carnage is a serial killer before he gets infected with the symbiote. So, like he is just like objectively a bad person. So, mm. so you get you kind of get these weird sort of like arcs and stories within Spider-Man where Venom and Spider-Man actually team up. So, mm. so I don't think you're wrong in th- in that thinking. Like, I think that's actually pretty astute to notice that because they might be adversaries in the trailer, and maybe it's pegged as that initially. But you might end up actually teaming up with Venom to take down Carnage, and maybe that's DLC for the second game, or maybe that's like teeing up for like the third game and the finale of like their Spider-Man trilogy. But that mm. is totally like something that could happen. So, I do know Venom. Yeah, I know. Venom's dope. I, I love Venom as a yeah. character. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have a second Venom movie coming out soon as well. Uh, so there's like a lot. And there was the first one with Tom Hardy, so which I actually haven't seen yet. So there's like a little bit of buzz around that character anyway. So mm. that, that's a good choice, you know, for uh, for them to, him to be in the second game, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Be dope. Yeah. All right, yeah. But I mean, you got to get on those games in general, dude. You know? Well, after I do, so I have a little space. Hopefully, after uh, Demon Souls, but we'll see. Might yeah. get tied up. But they're like they're like the next the next time I'm not like shooting for sixty or or like a milestone or for something for the show or like a new game. I fucking want to play them because the uh, my PlayStation Five came with the um, Miles Morales and it had the download for the remastered version so i got both and i'm like nice little short platinum yeah and i'm down yeah i mean the first one doesn't even require new game plus so that's you know the second game you have to beat on like miles you have to do new game plus but uh i'll probably do it for the i mean doom's got me all about this hundred percent yeah yeah no for sure I know I never played actually any of the story-based DLC for the 2018 Spider-Man either. So my overall percentage is pretty low for that game. Mm. Um, even though I have the Platinum, which is, I hate that. But <clears throat> yeah, those are uh, those are good choices, sir. So let's see here. Uh, for my choices, my, my first one was the Lizard or Dr. Kurt Connors. Um, so, you know, he's a, a, a geneticist and studying like ways that army veterans and 
Uh, different like people who are disabled and have lost limbs can regrow their limbs with lizard DNA, which is like a really cool idea. The experiment goes wrong. He turns into this giant like lizard guy, right? I don't think he would be like a main villain in the game, but I could see him being sort of like one of the like roving cast, which is typically how these games have worked, where there's like some side villains you encounter in missions, and they all work for or like under the employ of like the main villain. And uh, we did see him the last time was in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield. And I, I just think that that character is really cool. We, d- we have not seen it in either of the Insomniac Spider-Man games, which means it's still up for grabs. So that's like one that I picked. Um, the other one was Morbius, which is uh, he's a vampire character. And, and, and like Venom, he's not really a bad guy necessarily. He just has like this weird grotesque mutation occur to him and ends up being a vampire. There's a movie coming out, movie, sorry, movie coming out for this character as well. So it would line up pretty nicely. And I just think it would be a cool one that they haven't used in the first two games. And maybe like you could team up with him to take down Venom or something like that. And mm-hmm. then the last one would be Mysterio, which was in the most recent MCU Spider-Man movie, Far From Home. It was played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And this this uh, villain was in the 2018 Spider-Man game, but as a cameo. So there's a certain mission, I'm not going to spoil too much, where you're at a costume party and someone is dressed up as Mysterio, but it's not actually him. So they've hinted at this character, but actually haven't used him as a villain yet. So that's mm-hmm. another one that's like still available. And because of the most recent like movie having this character, I thought it would be a good tie-in. So that was my final choice. But- Big Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, that that movie is actually uh, it's it's really good. If you haven't seen it, I know you're not a movie or TV guy, but yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, thank you for that question, Maximum Carnage. That was cool. Get to dig a little bit into my my history with Spider Man. You still have that book? I don't. I don't know what happened to it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was a book that famously like I lent to a friend of mine, and I got it back in like horrible condition. And I was really pissed because I was a kid who was like really like, you know, particular about like keeping my books in very good condition. Like I didn't want the pages bent, the corners bent, mm-hmm. like that kind of shit. And yeah. this book came back like all fucked up and I was pissed. I was like really upset. So I would be as well. Yeah. But sorry. No, it's moment all good. Violence. <laughs> yeah. Everyone take a moment here. Um, cool. Let's oh, get into oh, our. <laughs> Let's get into our final Patreon question here. This one comes to us from B Down. And uh, Eli, what is this guy? Why don't you read us in? What has been the game you've had the least fun going for the Platinum Trophy in? For example, because it had the worst grind or your least favorite game, etc. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good one as well. Um, I know what your answer is. So my like notes for the show have been written based on that. I'm going to leave that for a little bit. Uh, but... You know, a lot of people, I think, would say Fall Guys as maybe their game for this. I personally disagree. I still hold that Fall Guys is super fun to play. I have an awesome time playing it. And I actually kind of wish that each season had, like, an additional trophy or two to, like, incentivize me to go back and continue to play it. Because now that I have the Platinum, there's not really any reason for me to do so other than cosmetics. So that's kind of a bummer. But I'm definitely not looking for an excuse to go back with DLC. But I didn't pick Fall Guys because it was okay to play with friends. I fucking hated the game. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a terrible game and should just burn and never exist. <laughs> but with friends, it's fun, though. But with friends, it's fun to burn. Yeah, exactly. You know oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, my real answer is Mean Greens or The Mean Greens. Um, I played this game after we the. talked about the, uh, the, you know, it's based on the whole tan versus green army men scenario from the n64 games um and yeah it it sounded really cool i like impulse picked it up after we talked about it on the show one time mm-hmm. and you guys sure remember did. i talked about the trophy hunt for it daryl has done this trophy hunt as well the multiplayer is non-existent in that game and a lot of the trophies are really grindy so it's just you loading up a map running around trying to get grenade kills uh you only get one grenade per spawn and if you miss, too bad. You got to just kill yourself and then try to respawn and get a kill that way. And you have to do that with a bunch of different weapons and, uh, you know, just running loops in the, in the fucking map, trying to get flag captures, stuff like that. It was a flag real caps? flag cap, you know, the, the OG. And uh, yeah, it was a real letdown in that sense, I think. It was, it was not a very fun trophy list to go for but once i like picked up the game the very first session i got like 30 something percent completion since the first few trophies are really easy to knock out and Mm. then i was committed so i just went for it but that that's my real answer is that the mean greens is probably the least fun i've had because of the fact that there was no multiplayer you know i mean no multiplayer population i should say or community and so Mm. i had to do everything in custom lobbies what did you have for this one? My real answer was Rogue Company. Yeah, that's a great and answer. And I know I know I got pretty deep into Rogue Company. Uh and it and it, and it from the outside it probably looked like I was enjoying it. Yeah, and, that's cuz you were. You know, maybe maybe I did a little bit, maybe I didn't a little bit. But um just I don't think the list is great. It's not like very fair. What what really comes to mind with that is the like party chat. Um oh the, the, the party the, trophy. Right, right. Because like that just doesn't seem and it's a lot of time. It's like twenty four hours. It's yep. a freaking lot of time. Yep. You gotta have like a dedicated team. Luckily we were all playing at the same time and we got it, but you know, and some people still you gotta stick around for your buddies and it's just like that's kind of trophy list is stupid. Mm-hmm. I guess you could like go into a game and party up with people and just get a game or two in, and that's how that's how you can get it done. But um, you know that on top of winning winning a hundred games, it's quite the grind. And uh, but yeah, I think what what really like did it in was that uh, the twenty five hours in party. It's just it's just not fair. Yeah, and it's you know it's the similar multiplayer stuff as Fall Guys. So that on top of it having, you know, kind of an unfair list um, and, and it being a little less fun than Fall Guys. Yeah. Um, well, I, can't, I, I just I can't say anything good about Fall Guys. It's just not loud. I'm pretty sure it's breaking show etiquette. <laughs> I, I think Fall Guys is great. I, I similarly think that Rogue Company was pretty fun. I really do. I just think that getting 100 wins for me really stressed me out because like you're playing the game and sometimes you're getting absolutely destroyed by the enemy team and it feels even worse knowing that like not only am i just getting shit on by these people in this match but i'm also like spending my time doing this and not making progress towards this hundreds win 100 win trophy yeah so that was the part that sucked and then i played splitgate and i was like wow 100 wins is really reasonable 
<laughs> because Splitgate has asked for 1047 Yikes. Yeah. But how does that differ from Fall Guys? In what sense? That, like, you're still... You have to get... Instead of getting 100 wins, you have to win five in a row. Oh, sure. Yeah, it, it doesn't really. I don't know. I just... There's something about... Like, I think Fall Guys is genuinely a really just fun experience to play. Yeah. I, I enjoy the maps. I enjoy, like, the type of game that it is. The fact that it's, like, a battle royale, but without combat is, mm-hmm. is really fun. Um, learning the different maps. You know, it's really, like... A, it's like a platforming battle royale yeah. which, I, which I, guess I just think it was cool the originality takes it up a peg that's all it's got on road company right right all right no yeah for sure for sure cool. just trying to clear that clear that up in my own head because they're, they're both very extremely similar but i think yeah the uh, the originality sets it apart yeah but yeah i knew you were gonna pick i knew it was gonna be either fall guys or road company i just knew mm-hmm. it and uh, think, I'm so happy I didn't like continue to pursue Knockout City's Platinum because I know that's been glitched for like a lot of people. And uh, I'm sure that would have been my answer if I actually like went for it. So I'm happy I didn't. Skr- Skrillis ended up getting that, right? He did, yep. And wasn't um, that like, like double the amount of assists he had to get? Yeah, I think you need like, to ridiculously get 1,000 assists or something like that. And he had like two, over 2,000 before it, before it popped. Dude. Wow. So I just don't know. Like just, wow. Don't play that game. No, please don't play that game. Um, I mean it's fun, but like, but like, don't don't trophy hunt in that game. (laughs) So, yeah, but that's kind of all I had for the for the question. You have anything else to say about that one or no? Mm, That's it. All right. Well, thank you to everyone for submitting your Patreon questions to us. Remember that is one of the perks you get if you're a particular tier over on Patreon. I'll let you guys go and check that out. Patreon.com/slash Trophy Talk Podcast. See if that works for you. And uh, thank you very much for the submitters and for the support. So let's get into the bulk, uh, or I should say sort of the the second half of the show, which is what we've been playing for the month of September. Eli, do you want to go first or second? I'll let you choose. Uh, I'll go first, sure. You want to go first? Okay. I've been talking a lot about Doom, so might as well get into it. Yeah, let's go. So what what have you been jamming on? I've been jamming on Doom. All right, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Yep. Dude, honestly, these, uh, these separated episodes have got me thrown off i forget where i was last time with doom <laughs> so you'd uh you'd, yeah. you'd be in the game obviously and then you had done the the trophy for the beating it with so many extra lives remaining oh wait no wait i was i'd done the multiplayer i was doing the multiplayer correct i don't think i had beaten the no lives but either way you started I've, it. I've gotten the platinum now Woo! let's go yee, yee, heavy metal yep um so yeah, when we were discussing this, I remember when we were discussing this on episode whatever two. Was it really two? Be for sure. I got fact check. I got fact check. It would have been episode forty that we talked about it last, because forty one would have been news. So no, 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 no. Like episode two, like way back. Oh yeah. Well, episode two, we just talked about the game was just coming out at that time, so we were just reviewing the trophy list. It was two. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. As we were discussing it on two, the uh, the multiplayer trophies, we didn't really know too much about the uh, the like requirements for those, but some of them were a lot easier than others, of course. Um, there's one to play as five different player demons. Boom, five games, donezo. Nice. Do five thousand damage as a player demon in battle mode. Uh, 
not as much as you'd think. Not too bad. Uh, you know, if you play as um, the Marauder or uh, or the Marauder, <laughs> pretty much the best. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, he's pretty much the best one. Um, because it's it's basically like a Doom guy, so um, you're you're pretty much playing yourself or like the Doom guy. So it's pretty easy. So it it uh, translates well. Okay, into a demon. Um, then. So that one's not as bad. The uh, play 25 battle matches, boom, easy. Kill a player uh, with each of the eight Slayer weapons, kind of tough. Probably going to want to boost that one. I found it really hard to kill. I, I was struggling in the multiplayer. It was terrible. Mm. Um, so I ended up boosting. Um, that one definitely got boosted. Kill yourself or your teammate for 50,000 health in battle mode. I remember discussing this one. Yeah, how does, that, how does that work? It is a bitch. That's a long one, too. Okay. That, that one, uh, the eight weapons isn't too bad when you're grinding because, like, you're... Uh, so the other big grind that I had left out was the the Mamma Jamma is kill 200 opponents in battle mode. That's a fucking lot, dude. Okay, yeah. Um, because it's one uh, player, it's one Slayer versus two player demons. And so, um, to... I just, I couldn't kill anything. You know, I think we were talking about that before with losing, you know, as you get older, you're losing your reflexes. There's a lot of shit going on in Doom with, like, abilities and stuff, and, and you got a player controlling the demon. It's, it's kind of tough. So, uh, yeah, boosting those for sure. Um, and the, the 50,000 health is you get as a player demon. You There are, so first you have to pick a specific loadout for each demon. I think each demon has a like loadout that's uh like defense related or support related that has a healing ability okay so first off you got to make sure you get that have that selected and then you get the ability to heal and it just shoots a like a cage you know like a holographic cage out that if you're in it it heals you and your partner so that's how you get it and it ticks up slow yeah, so it's like a really particular like yeah, you're not gonna just get that every match. Yeah. It almost feels like the person who wrote this list like accidentally added an extra zero. <laughs> yeah, twenty would be a much more reasonable number. I don't know, like the fifty five thousand. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's do five thousand damage. And so heal yourself for your teammate for five thousand would have been a lot more palatable than fifty thousand. It's a bit mm. much. Yeah, that is a lot. 20 opponents for that one would have probably been uh, not enough. You got to play 25 matches. I mean, well, I just probably a little more than that. I but. can't help but feel with Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, like, I don't think people are really asking for these multiplayer modes. Like, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, I know that the original Dooms had, like, they were, that was the first game that had Team Deathmatch. It was invented in Doom, right? So cool like there's a lineage there but like i don't think nowadays people are looking at doom as like their multiplayer experience i just don't and so i i just feel like both of those games should have not had that if the first doom had no multiplayer and no snap map like trophies like amazing mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I, I just think doom eternal just didn't need it like you like people don't want to play that they really don't want to play it when they have to play a fucking demon like who thought that was a good yeah. idea 
And so I don't know. It's it's annoying. Yeah, I was uh I was discussing that lineage, you know, uh actually last night, two nights ago, whatever, uh with with the uh Ancient Gods one, I'm now into the uh the DLCs because I'm gonna do it now before so it can it can be buddied up with Doom twenty sixteen on my trophy list and never uh never see the light of day again. Yep is the plan. Yep. But so uh, the the DLC I I guess I wanted to say that platforming is slightly better in it uh cuz there's a little less of it but there is like there's actually a room where you're like timed on like running this gauntlet uh kind of okay so it's still present um but like you know all this jumping around, you know, we'll make jokes about it being like Super Mario, you jumping around, woohoo! <laughs> as you're playing Doom. Right. But I, I do see where it came from because uh, the old ones were kind of had a lot of exploration encouragement, you know, like finding secret doors and uh, that, you know, getting ammo and stuff that way and exploring the world. Right. Uh, because that's how they, you know, it's how you get more more bang for your buck in those old games, right? Yeah, except that um, was just literally pressing the interact button on every fucking wall because they yeah. didn't, they, you couldn't tell what was a wall and what was a door. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so, like, I get they encourage exploration, and the natural progression there is to go like 3D into the air and left and right and all that shit. But like, I honestly, it's it's too much, man. Yeah. Because so like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of um what am I looking for? Uh the jumping around you get and you end up getting stuck in uh off the map and especially when you're like super crowded by a bunch of demons and you're kinda like butt up against the wall and you try to jump up and the demons are jumping up, you can't dodge through the demons, so then you just you end up getting stuck. And there's times where I even like hit the pause menu and you just um, you just like get stuck in the ground. When you come back, uh, resume again, you're just stuck in the ground and you can't you can't move anywhere. And it's super painful, especially when you're crowded by all the demons. You can't move. I'm just shooting grenades. I've actually had, especially in this uh, in the DLC where they had they added new demons. Um, I'm sure that's not the like actual problem but um and i get caught up in a corner i had a time a couple times where the game just like slowed down and i thought it was gonna crash at times but <laughs> um yeah it was uh pretty bad okay it, it just as over it's just too much i don't think it was uh i get it um and it it works okay but i just think the game is um it's too much yeah just for the you know not that it wasn't cool and fun but like the game the game itself couldn't really handle it and uh it has been pretty uh well known for having their games run extremely well on like old hold hardware especially like the pc space where you have all those different variables yeah that's true uh where like you have a kind of older computer you can still run 
like Doom 2016 at good specs. Like that's why this is one the one that's 120. They've just been the Doom games just run good. And uh a little suspicious. Too many enemies, too many jumping around, too many axes to get lost in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I mean, and while the, while those games were about exploration back in the day, they were not about platforming. Like, I mean, yeah. there there was really small. But you couldn't even. Go ahead. You couldn't even move the crosshair, fucking up and down. You couldn't jump in those games, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, they did have uh, gaps that you had to get across, but you had to like sprint, and your character would just like do it. <laughs> you know, like if you hit it, <laughs> like if you hit it at the right angle, you would have enough speed to just go over the gap. Mm-hmm. Um. And actually, it's funny if you watch a speedrun for those older games, because if you're running at a diagonal instead of like looking straight forward, your character actually moved faster than if you were just like looking straight ahead of you. So oh, the God, whole time, the whole time they're just like at an angle, which I fucking yeah. hate. I hate that shit. That's so like yeah. not user friendly to watch. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it's funny to watch my my brother speedruns in uh, Goldeneye stuff. There's a lot of looking at the ground. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of skill in those games. Like, don't get me wrong, it's really impressive. But as far as like a viewer enjoyment thing, like it's it's yeah. kind of hard for me to get into. So, but yeah, so Ancient God one knocked off the list, and so I'm on to Ancient Gods two next. Um, I shouldn't be. Uh, I think it's a little shorter. I think it's like uh, a couple more bosses, maybe. Like two bosses instead of so there's three levels in each I believe. Okay. And like the first one was uh just the first, the first ancient god, the first level was just a level. The second level had like kind of a, it wasn't really a boss. It was like a, I guess it was a boss, but not really. And this the third level was like the boss, the big boss. And okay. I think this one like the second two, the second and third level are bosses. Uh, so I think it's a little shorter. Um, they they add more enemies though, which I'm not really looking forward to because it was a lot of work. Because so when they add them too, they like, oh, so now you have an armored baron. Now a regular baron is uh, a common enemy. Good luck. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know. Yeah. So it's gonna get pretty intense. I'm not looking forward. There's this creature zombie. He looks like um. It looks like the Archville or whatever, Archville. Oh, Archville. Yeah. That, yeah, that summons stuff. Yep. yep. And he looks like a mini version of that. So those yeah. are, dude, those are my least favorite enemies now. Oh yeah. Oh totally. Yeah, fuck those things. I mean, in in Doom two and uh, Doom sixty four, there's Archviles as well. Those things are fucking oh, ass. Yeah. Terrible. I thought Cacodemons were the worst. <laughs> but it's funny in the old games, those things are jokes. Cacodemons. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up now you can you can just shoot a grenade in their mouth and. But in the first Doom, it was it was pretty hard. Yeah, no, they the, were yeah. in tw- not first the 2016 one. They were my f- demise. Yeah, this one not so bad. That's good because your your um one of your skills on the uh, on the shotgun is like a grenade, so you just shoot a grenade at them from there. Mm-hmm. Boom, straight in their gullet, dude. <laughs> so nice, yeah. Very good, very good. How many trophies are in that second DLC pack? So the uh, cool dude, I just closed that tab. Pretty oh sick. my bad, my bad. I was gonna look it up too. I should have just looked it up myself. Um, but the 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 list for the for the DLCs aren't bad. Um, 
they're basically just beat it. And then the collectibles are uh, reduced quite a bit in the in the DLCs. Um, because there's only the what are they called? The like pages, the book pages. Oh yeah. Okay. A special name for them, but I think you only have to do those. Um, I think you do have to do the secret encounters. You did have to for the first one, I believe. Um, because you the it's kind of like all reworked because you start out as like the OP demon, uh, the OP slayer you ended, you ended as on the first one. But there's, you know, the beat the le- beat the three levels, acquire all the support runes. Which is from, I believe, the rune trials, they just, like from the just, original still, or is it different? Are they just finding them? No. So for this one, when you get runes, you just find the runes in the first in the main game. You just find the the rune statues, and you get a rune. Um, codex. That's it. Collect all the codex pages. Oh yeah. Okay. Acquiring all the support runes, so it's an added. Uh, like category of runes that are for this DLC. I believe you have to. Is that the Slayer? The Slayer Gates? Maybe? I think it's the Slayer Gates for the DLC. Because then there's also a trophy for doing all the secret encounters. Okay. Um, hmm. So there's a bit of that. And then you got to do the extra life mode. Yeah. Um, but then in Ancient Gods 2. It is uh, beat the three levels. It looks like uh, beat the three levels and kill the final boss, maybe, is a trophy. It looks like there's four. Oh, that's it. Uh, it. Wow, okay. Uh, And then acquire the Sentinel hammer upgrades because you lost. There's a super LP weapon called the Crucible in the the main game. And uh, you don't have that in the Ancient Gods. So you get they give you this uh, sentinel hammer, it looks like. Oh, cool. And so you got to get the upgrades for that. I don't know what uh, how you get those. It's probably uh, tied to like the secret encounters or something. Some challenge, I'm sure. Yeah, but overall, not too uh, many trophies, though. Escalation encounters. Yeah, very short list. Uh, mostly just the codex pages. And one one full playthrough of like collecting the codex pages and making sure you upgrade the the few things you need to mm-hmm. and then an extra life mode which i still like i didn't take my own advice and I oh didn't you didn't do it from DLC. the rip oh no i sh- i dude and i didn't die a single time oh no that sucks yeah oh, dude and so like but then I was like, oh the dlcs are way harder and like i look at this list of all these new demons and i'm like i don't know dude sounds pretty rough i did hear so, it was, i did hear those dlcs were hard so yeah i i don't know man i mean when you play on the easiest it can be overwhelming but it does give you enough tools to like serve to survive sure i don't know yeah i i might just be a a boss dude i don't know well you probably got better dude try pumping that baby up to normal (laughs) see how it goes hell no (laughs) but i don't i think i'll probably uh wimp out and you know it's that risk where risk versus risk versus reward. Yeah. And I am not willing to put that on the table. Although it still probably would be shorter. I would just I would hate to like get killed and then I know myself I would probably get extremely frustrated 
and go balls balls in yeah. and get myself killed a bunch. And then the trophy says you have to end with five lives. I'd probably end with four and I'd be really mad. Yeah. So I'm probably going to just go slow. I mean, these are pretty short. They're like seven, eight hours each to do both playthroughs ish. Oh, that's not bad. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I would recommend it for the main game. Yeah. It's, it's easier and uh, a lot longer. So you're saving more time. For sure. So that's how I can excuse myself from not taking my own advice. <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, it's, it, yeah. I mean, the journey is coming close to a close with, uh, with that particular game, which is great. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to be happy to be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been still severely distracted by Minecraft. I mean, what are you going to do, dude? Oh. Sometimes you just have fun, you know? Yeah. Not, you don't have to earn trophies all the time. Yeah. We got, we got supposed to hate me for having fun, dude. Exactly. No, um, no. I think it's great no. to have those, those style of games that you can just like go to and enjoy. Yeah, because I've I've actually gotten pretty into the building side of Minecraft. Not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, I think did I talk about that last time? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like the uh, the house manuals and whatnot. Right, like the building. Right. But now I've gone deep, and uh, of course, as I do, and like you know trying all different kinds of color palettes and build styles and roof styles and oh man got you know a world for builds in in because they have like a super flat where you can just have a whole flat world and just build whatever you want or you get like a you can have a r randomly generated world and but still be in creative mode so you can build according to the world you're in kind of thing you know into the landscape mm -hmm. so it's a uh, a good time i like it yeah that's it's really fun. cool man I, i've been searching for that game that i can like play casually like when we're in party chat i think i think mm -hmm. minecraft like sounds like a really great one like i've for a while i was like oh it's gonna be Splitgate, and i just like haven't been like really that intrigued to go back and that's fine and um you know like i've been really been playing league so when i play like anything now it's like a single player game that's a story game and just it's not really conducive to like chatting and hanging out you know so i still uh -huh. need to find something that's a little more relaxed like that so you should get minecraft yeah i should get minecraft <laughs> it's kind what of is that yeah. what is that i'm like resigned it's like i've de been defeated you know <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm like trying to think if there's something that's on my list i've already started or that i already own that i could you know substitute in its place mm -hmm. Um, and that's uh, why, that's another reason I love Fall Guys so much is because I could just like hang out and party chat and play that game. You know, yeah. it, it was very relaxed. So, well, Skrills has been talking about it. Slugger's been talking about it. Yeah, one point eighteen is coming out soon. Yeah, uh, we could get a realm which well, and, allows and the, like, for like three other players, so that would be the four of us. And the traditional trophy list is like not that hard, right? Not not DLC included, like just the base yeah. game. Yeah, it's pretty not bad at all. Oh, that's cool. All right, well, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. We'll get back to you, and uh, it's not going to be in October because October is Spooktober. So, don't don't uh, don't hold your breath. But it's it's, it's, it's supposed potential. to be an interstitial game. So mm -hmm. get in there, boy. Mm -hmm. You can get in there whenever you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Uh, sign on to uh, PSN Store right now, and go ahead and go ahead and click that buy button. Yeah, potentially, potentially. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, let me let me first regale you with a little bit of what I've been jamming on here. So let's yeah see. yeah please do regale regale. So Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I uh, got the platinum in that game. You've talked about it already, so I'm not gonna go super in depth other than to give my endorsement and recommendation for this game, especially if you're a PS5 owner and you don't have this, which I would find unlikely. But it it's really great, and I I understand that the game is short. I understand that the trophy list is relatively easy. That that might either be really appealing to you or it might be kind of a turnoff. Um, I just think the game is great and uh, it's a cool platinum to get along the way. So why not go for it? I, I had a great time with that game. And this was coming off of like Spyro 1, 2, and 3 and Mass Effect 1, which was really just like a cleanup playthrough. So really it was like I did three platformers and then I did Ratchet and Clank, which is kind of in some ways a platformer, more of like a third person action platformer. And then after that, I jumped into a game, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. So a few Discord members, Quinn and Skrillis, have played this game and said they really enjoyed it. I had had my eye on it since it came out, but I didn't ever want to pay, I think it was $40 or $30 like traditionally, and that just seemed like too much for me. And it, I, like, I was talking in party chat one night, like, I would love to play that game if it's on sale. Lo and behold, like literally the next day, it went on sale for like fourteen bucks. So I was like, "Fuck it, I got, I got to say, right, of course." So I was like, "I gotta play this thing," and I really, really enjoyed it. I actually think that of the games, the platformers that I played, it was probably my favorite. And it's a mm. licensed game. I did not watch SpongeBob as a kid, and all of that still being the case, I found the game to be incredibly entertaining, really fun. And most importantly, I think, for a 3D platformer, it made me feel like I was smart and like I was a good player. And what I mean by that is there's only two collectibles in the game. You have Patrick socks and you have golden spatulas. And scattered throughout the hub world and the individual level levels that spoke off of that hub world are these collectibles. And you can see how many are missing in any given, given level at any point by hitting the pause button, which is a great feature. And I would get to the end of levels and more often than not be missing maybe one sock, maybe two socks, but I would have almost everything just by naturally playing and exploring the level as like I traditionally to traditionally do with like those type of games. Right. And so I just felt like it was, it was never too difficult to where I was like, man, I can't figure out how to do something, but I would like stumble upon a little jump off to the side or like a little puzzle and like kind of solve it naturally and then get a reward for it almost every single time. And it was like that consistent drip feed of like, Hey, you're getting it. You're finding the secrets. Like you're doing the thing, which is like what 3d collectathons are like all about. And so for me, I thought this game was really great. Now, obviously, I'm not like the most mega fan of the of the characters or of the show, but I did actually go start watching the show because of this game, because I had such a good time with it. And there is a new SpongeBob game coming out relatively soon that was announced recently. So this series is continuing in the 3D like action platformer vein. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just like I kind of binged it as well. Like so Stephanie was at a bachelorette party. And I spent like a long weekend basically like going on a run and like cooking and doing stuff around the house for a little bit. And then I would just play like this game for like four to five hours a day. And I beat it over the course of a long weekend. And it was like this whole like condensed, really fun experience. And um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was really awesome. The, the trophy list is very simple to do. 
And by the end of the game, I had maybe, I want to say, like, 40 minutes of cleanup after, like, getting to the last level. And uh, you can go back to any level at any point. Nothing is missable. There's free roam, all that good stuff. So you can foreseeably, like, platinum this game in, like, 12 to 15 hours. And I don't know. I, I think it, it's really a solid one, like, for people to check out. And, and it was a fun one for me to just hang out and party chat, turn my brain off a bit, and just kind of go through the motions of, like, getting through the levels. The combat wasn't really very difficult at any point. At no point was I, like, frustrated or felt like something was too hard and I had to look at a guide. You know, kind of like what you were saying earlier about, like, ideally you don't look at a guide when you're playing a game. I didn't really have to do that with this until, like, the last, like, 40 minutes of cleanup. And uh, that was really cool. So, yeah, overall, just, like, really fun. Yeah, you should check it out, Eli. I don't know if you're a SpongeBob guy or not. I'm all right. <laughs> ah, fair enough but i am looking forward to spongebob and the cosmic shake which is the new game that's coming out i think for ps4 and ps5 unannounced release date other than coming soon uh so i'm looking forward to that i think it'll be a lot of fun um and then from there i was like you know what dude i haven't had enough 3d platformer collectathons. i need to do another one so i went and dug into my backlog and found jack and daxter the precursor legacy so this is a PS2 era game, and this would be my fifth 3D platformer in a row, essentially. So like, I was on a fucking kick with these games. And I ended up getting this way back when I purchased Uncharted The Lost Legacy as a sort of like pack-in bundle. If you bought that game digitally, I think within like the first week or so that it released, not quite sure, um, you ended up getting this as like a pack-in and it's by Naughty Dog. So it makes sense. But in a way it also doesn't make sense because it's not like when I bought Spider-Man, I got Spyro one, even though both of those were made by Insomniac. So it was just like a really weird move for them to do that. And, uh, anyway, I started it way back in the day. I got like about 5% on it and then just like dropped it because I wasn't really into like platformers at that time. And I think the controls are a little weird. And so I left it alone and just saw it in my backlog. And I was like, I can increase my percentage and I can, you know, jump in and continue with what people regard as like a really great game. And uh, they would be correct. You know, Jack and Daxter is super fun. It's a seven to eight hour open world collectathon. And the open world thing is kind of key there. You know, there's no distinct levels in the game. You can walk anywhere from end to end of the entire thing. And this is a PS2 era launch game, basically, which is really cool. It's not like there's hub worlds like in SpongeBob and you jump into like Goo Lagoon and play through a set space, collecting things within that space. It's like you might walk into an area and a title card will pop up, almost like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, like you're in a new area now. But it doesn't, there's no loading screen and it's not like a distinct separate like thing that you go into. So it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the game basically asks you to beat the story and then collect all of the collectibles in the game, which are precursor orbs and um, power cells. And there's various miscellaneous trophies along the way to you know do the side quests, but you have to do all of them to get all the power cells anyway. So in the end, it's another one of those games that you don't really have to look at a guide as long as you're 100%ing the, every area before you move on to the next. Uh, you are going to get the platinum and you're going to get it right at the end of the game when you beat the final boss, which is basically what happened for me. So I, I thought it was awesome. You know, like the one thing I would say is that the X axis was inverted, 
which like mm. drove me yeah exactly drove me the nuts. x the x axis so imagine oh, a yeah game... that was like the old school games that's how they did it yeah which i i totally forgot about that like until Pyro was like that too yeah and it hurt my brain like it took like the first hour i played it i had to sort of like try to train myself to get used to it and mm-hmm. i knew that there were sections of the game where you had to drive this vehicle around and uh almost like timed race sections in a way with really tight corners and stuff like that and i was like man this is going to be hard if i'm doing this on a weird sort of like inverted control scheme and i mm-hmm. found out that there is a way there's a couple ways actually that you can go in and change it either in a debug menu or going into the option screen going into graphics holding up on the d-pad and pressing in the right thumbstick and there's no indication that you've done anything different nothing happens there's no sound effect but when you back out of the menu after that, it's normal. Like, the x-axis is no longer inverted. I don't know who the fuck figured that out, but either way, God bless you, because I did that after a couple hours, and the game sort of, like, opened up and became a much more joyful experience to me. Um, the game is a 4 out of 10 difficulty on PSM profiles. I think a lot of that is because... And for context, that's more than Deathloop. Deathloop is a 3. Which I don't agree with. This is you're telling me Jack and Daxter is harder than that. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, but I think it's because the control scheme, like, and and because like people are saying if you're going back and you're playing it and you're not you, and you don't know that trick, you know, it is hard to kind of get into. And, and I think that that's fair. But if you know the trick and you can change the camera, it becomes like a two out of ten. It's really trivial. Um, that's not to say that there's parts that I you know didn't die at because I definitely did die in this game. You only can take three hits before you die, and you know extra health is actually pretty hard to come by. So you're you know, but you get reset like thirty seconds back. It's really not that big of a deal. And mm. um, yeah, I I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I was very happy that I went back and did an old school game like that. And uh, it marked you know the end of like a five game streak of three platformers. So I don't think I need to touch this genre again. For a while, so yeah, that's. Yeah, I think. Uh, go ahead. I think you're gonna go from the Souls guy to the 3D platformer guy, man. Oh man, I get. Yeah, I mean, I got either 3D platformer or, or Resident Evil. That's like my my two things now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, that was Platinum 57 for me. Uh, my plan is to do Demon Souls as Platinum 60, just like you. So that game is still coming. Uh, Spooktober is coming. And I got a couple things, one or two things planned for that month, depending on how it goes. And I'm currently playing Deathloop. If I wanted to talk about the intricacies of that game and gush over it, it would take me like 30 minutes. Like I could probably write an essay on this game. I I would just say in general, my opinion is wrong or was wrong. Um, The trophy list is actually quite fair, given what the game is. And even though the first few hours I maintain are very slow, and are not the most fun if you can get past the tutorialization part of the game which admittedly is probably three hours and that's a little long for for me uh but there's a lot of systems that they need to explain and there's a lot of stuff going on if you can get through that and you can get into the game i think you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it you're not going to be indifferent about Deathloop. so you're either going to think that it's like amazing or you're going to hate it uh, I came down on really enjoying it now that I'm in the thick of it. I can't wait to go play more. Like I think about it when I'm at work. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get home and just even play for an hour. Sounds awesome. Um, 
So I'm at 30% completion on that game. I will jump up quite a bit once I complete the story and then do some miscellaneous cleanup before we get into Spooktober. And I'm uh, going to start off Spooktober with some Resident Evil Code Veronica X. That's the game plan. Solid. Solid game plan. Yes, sir. So that's what I got for what we've been playing. Do you have anything to add or any questions or anything like that before we close up shop? I'm all right, sir. All righty. Well, like we said, you know, duo cast here. I think it was a little fun blast from the past. We hope that you enjoyed the show. This was episode 42. And uh, we'll be back. Episode 43 is going to be another sort of like news heavy slash, you know, sort of like industry, you know, how we've been doing it, separating the news and those kind of like topics, discussions, trophy lists, reviews for releases and PS Plus titles. So that's going to be the next episode coming up. And then we'll, of course, have our spooktacular blowout at the end of October where we talk about all the scary stuff we've been, uh, I'd say, watching and playing would be fair for October. But we uh, might have to get a we might have to get a little update on what Daryl's been playing next episode. We might because as people I'm, know, I'm he's, excited he's, to hear he started a, a particular game that is notorious for being very difficult. I mm-hmm. I mean he's talked about it. He started Wolfenstein too. I'm curious on on how that's been going too because I haven't really gotten an update. So, um, anyway, that's about it from me. If you uh, want to check out a little bit more of my content, I have some old stuff on YouTube at CK Present. You can go ahead and take a look there. Eli, where can people find you at? Uh, well, there's my YouTube channel we mentioned earlier, Narshire131D. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm on Instagram, same name. All righty. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Well, cool. Thank you for your time this evening. As always, thanks for joining me. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to leave a like or a comment or anything like that. If you did enjoy the show, it, I mean, I know it sounds annoying. Leave a like and subscribe, you know, right? But it does help the show grow. We really appreciate it. And thank you to Smash all of our... the like button. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for all of our uh, Patreon supporters out there. We also really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So we will catch you next time in episode 43. Until then, happy gaming and take care. And goodbye. <laughs>